0: Welcome back to the McKean Media <laughs> Podcast, the podcast that brings business people into the spotlight to share the dreams, passions, and stories of the world. My name is Christian McKean and today, <laughs> I have the one and only Catherine DeVoe, Catherine, thanks for joining. You said my name wrong. What? Yeah. How did I say it?
1: DeVoe.
0: Oh, DeVoe, I'm so sorry. It's okay.
1: You just... Take two.
0: <laughs> and welcome back to the McKean Media Podcast, the podcast that brings business people into the spotlight to share their dreams, passions, and stories of the world. My name is Christian McKean and today, we have Catherine DeVoe.
1: Hey, Christian. Did I get it wrong. right? You got it right. You okay, got it right great. that time. Yeah.
0: Thanks. Said it wrong. Okay. Uh, we are off to a fantastic start. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, Catherine, it is so good to have you because um, for the most part, I've had people on here who um, I know exactly what they do. I know all about like whether they're a trainer or they're a photographer. I'm like, yeah, that's totally like up my alley. But you do something completely off the books, off the charts, something that I have no (laughs) grid for whatsoever, which is why I'm really excited to sit down and talk about this.
1: That's exciting. I like it.
0: Yeah, you're going to just take us through like we're going to have you talk about what you do, how you got started, where you're going with it, what it is specifically. but first, I have a very important question to ask. Oh. It's a very serious question. Super serious? Yes. Okay, okay ready? I, I... Uh, this wasn't in the questions I sent you. Okay, okay? it's fine. Let's break the ice, okay? It's okay. supposed to be a, a wake up because I'm still, I woke up like an hour ago. I'm like, okay, <laughs> frazzled, I'm going to cut all this out. Don't worry. You're good. A million dollars, okay? Same, yeah, same, yeah. Same question. Um, you get a million dollars, but uh, you can never drive a car again. What about that? okay snap decision you can use a scooter to get places if you want motorcycle is allowed okay Um, a jet private jet you can use that to get places
1: I could never drive a car again you can
0: never drive a car again you do moped that's allowed yeah and I'd give you a million dollars so you could use that million dollars to buy a moped
1: oh my god snap
0: decision I gotta hear yes or no Uh, what'd you take I got the money uh, right here in a big silver briefcase um,
1: is, is a truck <laughs> is a truck truck
0: allowed? counts as a car I think <laughs> in this scenario it's got four wheels I'm and like, you sit inside of it that's what I'm counting as a car so you know I think I
1: probably could take it
0: you'd take the money
1: I probably could yeah yeah. Well, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, okay, a million dollars, I could invest it way different. Right. And, yeah. um, it's a lot of money. And find a solution. I'm sure there's a solution to be able to still do my business.
0: And <laughs> you still get around. I could
1: still Roller somehow, skates. somehow bring all of the things I need to bring to people's homes to help them have their babies. Yeah. Somehow. Absolutely.
0: 100%. Somehow we I, out. If I took the money, which I probably would, uh, I would buy a really nice car with that million dollars, but I just wouldn't drive it. I would just keep it out front, and then I'd show people. I'd be like, "Hey, this is my car." They're like, "You want to take it for a spin?" I'm like, "No, I can't." So that's my plan. It's probably that's you're shaking so- your head at me, so I'd say that's a bad plan. <laughs>
1: that's a horrible plan.
0: Snap second, like quick decisions. No, this I'm is like, what, I'm how like, we're making life change decisions. the world.
1: I'm like, <laughs> I can already think
0: of like twelve hundred places I would put them. <laughs> well, you're a better person than me, <laughs> and that is a perfect segue into talking about <laughs> your business, yeah, midwifery,
1: yes, which
0: again I know nothing about you So well, why would, would you love... know anything about midwifery you're you a know, single
1: young man you
0: know <laughs> I would love to hear I feel like I've heard a little bit yeah. from you over the last couple of years that we've known each other about it um, because you just started it recently
1: yeah, I so started the business, business recently. Yeah.
0: yeah, which is super exciting. Your business is more legit than mine because it's an LLC. <laughs> yeah. So congratulations. Thank Mine's you. just a sole proprietorship. Yeah. Um, but you've been working at this for literally since I've known you, I think. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I
0: have. Yeah. So yeah. do you want to just explain to anybody listening and also myself? Yeah. What is midwifery? What does that entail? Yes. What does that look like as I a love business? It. I love it. And then we'll talk about your process of getting started. So yeah. what is midwifery?
1: Yeah. So so midwife, the word actually means with woman, midwife, okay. with
0: woman. I called it midwifery at first, and yeah, that is so wrong. It's so wrong. I will not do that again. Don't
1: do that again. <laughs> and that's a good public service announcement to everybody yes. to not call it midwifery. Yes, midwifery. It's midwifery. Yes. yes. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> midwife means with woman. And basically, what a midwife is, is a medical professional. So I hold a license from the California Medical Board, as well as a national license from the North American Registry of Midwives. Mm-hmm. Um, there are two different kinds of midwives actually so well technically three so um, there's direct entry midwives which are certified professional midwives which is what I am as well as a licensed midwife and then there is certified nurse midwives that go to school for nursing and then master in midwifery and then there's traditional midwives who are unlicensed and it's technically illegal in most every state to do that Pennsylvania there's a lot of still traditional midwives working because um, it's one of those states where it's neither illegal or legal it's okay. one of those a legal state so it's kind of a gray state is wow. what they call it huh. um, so those are midwives that have just been grandmothered into it wow. they, they um, there's very few of them still that are still around but um, you might find them more in like the uh, developing world where there's traditional birth attendants, traditional midwives. Um, So the route I chose to go was Mm -hmm. direct entry midwifery. And I went to school specifically for midwifery. The school that I went to is Mercy and Action College of Midwifery in Idaho. So I started there, did an academic intensive there, and then uh, that was a three month academic intensive. And then there's an additional five semesters to that. Uh so in those additional 5 semesters I was apprenticing under a midwife and I apprenticed here in Reading I actually moved here specifically to apprentice underneath a preceptor underneath a midwife mm. um and that was yeah a process yeah. <laughs> It was a long ordeal yeah. um I started that before I ever met you um yeah. I started that when I first moved here and then we met yep. and <laughs> you saw me in the middle of all that apprenticing <laughs> you were
0: doing school and apprenticing
1: <laughs> and school because I still had academics from midwifery school as
0: well oh my gosh yeah so I was doing all of that you're doing I two schools and an apprenticeship <laughs> yep. that's insane yep and you did it
1: and I did it how many yeah. years did it
0: take you all together um, like t- it technically start four to finish. Okay, yeah, Just four, four years. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, that's great.
1: So yeah, but, um, yeah. So a midwife, uh, direct entry is, uh, they go through midwifery school and they do their apprenticeship and then they have to sit for a licensing exam, much like, um, much like lawyers or like other professionals have to sit for like their boards. We have to sit for a board exam. It's a seven hour exam. Oh my gosh. So that's the exam that you heard that I did. Yes. (laughs) And then I passed and it was like, it was a seven hour board exam. Oh my gosh, congratulations
0: Um, by the way. Thank
1: you, yeah, it's like intense because you're like, do I know what my stuff? And so um, I did a lot better than I thought I was gonna do on the exam, so that's great. but yeah, so you have to take that exam, um, but you also had had to have like about 200 skills yeah. that you have to si- get signed off by your.
0: Um, preceptor 200 skills 200 skills it like It's a... I think oh Technically Oh so yeah. it's not 200 That's not that bad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like a Boy Scouts thing Where you get like a badge Where you should your new skill You put it on Like you iron it on there and...
1: <laughs> I wish I wish I got a badge For everything that I did <laughs> No skill. No you get, a, you get an initial On a piece of paper Basically But yeah There are things like <laughs> IV good, skills though. Like do you know how to do an IV Do you know how to handle um, A hemorrhage if A woman's hemorrhaging Meaning if she's losing Too much blood after yeah. birth Wow um, do you know how to resuscitate a newborn do you know how to oh my gosh. very simple things like do you know how to take someone's blood pressure yeah. do you know how to take a pulse like do you know how the so... answer
0: is no for me for all of those things <laughs> <laughs> so know how to do blood pressure
1: <laughs> it's a very easy thing to learn very easy
0: um, oh, wow. but
1: yeah so you get tested on all these skills um, you get signed off on them and then it all gets sent to the licensing board that approves you for your exam mm-hmm. and then you take that exam and if you pass then they give you a license and then you have to apply for your state license and Mm. so then I had to apply for the California state license and that was a little bit of a process Mm -hmm. took a long time Mm -hmm. like from the time I applied for my license in September yeah I wasn't licensed until March wow actually technically April so it was April that that I got my um my CPM which is the national license and then it was after that that I got my LM it was like I think the
0: next month wow yeah wow so you are what I'm hearing is A real life superhero
1: <laughs> work
0: and trained And prepared And now you're helping Bring life into the world Yeah And that's so cool Yeah Like that's literally Like you made a business Out of this mm-hmm. Out of being able to help people mm-hmm. Out of being able to, to Show up for people In this like critical moment of their life
1: yeah so you're with them throughout their entire prenatal care okay so just like a doctor is with a woman throughout her entire entire prenatal process Mm -hmm. they have a a schedule that they see you every four weeks to 28 weeks every two weeks to um till till they're 36 weeks and then 36 weeks onward it's every week Mm -hmm. and so you get to see them for about an hour appointment in midwifery care in ob care it's like 15 minutes at most okay and then you're with them for the birth. You're yeah. there to make sure everybody's safe and yeah. everything goes smoothly. I call midwives very highly skilled flies on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> they literally know when to transform at a moment's notice to do something, but mm-hmm. the best midwives know how to sit on their hands and just let it go the way it's supposed to go. Wow. And so then they have six post, or sorry five postpartum visits, uh-huh. um, which is postpartum is after the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, they get the same day one day three day seven week three and week six Wow! and it's very different than than OB care in the hospital but that's I'm a full scope care provider yeah. I offer them care throughout their pregnancy yeah for the birth and the postpartum period
0: wow so just to make sure I have this right the people have choices between going to the hospital and delivering a baby and then having a midwife yes to help them deliver like at home in the bathtub and on the bed I, wherever
1: they want wherever they want at okay home. I've have delivered, you delivered babies in the bathtub? i have delivered babies in the shower i have delivered babies on the toilet i've delivered babies in the bed and the bathtub oh my gosh. in b- the pools that we have we have inflatable pools that we can bring to your home wow um yeah so i've delivered babies all sorts of places um wild but yeah i mean for the most part people have a choice they do not have a choice unfortunately if they have um something that's called a contraindication to home birth. Okay. So a contraindication means something that they're, that is a health risk that they have that is not suitable Uh to be delivering at home. And one of those is like diabetes where they're insulin dependent. Yeah. Um, different cardiovascular things, Mm -hmm. um, positive, um, uh, stis sexually transmitted infections some of those are contraindications mm-hmm. um, hypertension like in okay. which is like really high blood pressure. Um, some of those things are, are not conducive to home birth.
0: So there's a lot <laughs> that surrounds this. as yeah. what I'm learning. Like <laughs> you have to be prepared for every scenario. Yeah. For that.
1: Not only do I have to know how to save a life, uh-huh. I have to know how to budget, <laughs> and I have to know <laughs> how to do QuickBooks. And That's. I, it's like the side of the business yes. that I'm like, oh God, help me. Which is
0: exactly what I was hoping to talk about yeah. because you've you started this this year this business. <clears throat> Um, we're kind of like business buddies. We both started this yes. year. Exciting. And, uh, actually I'm curious, how many deliveries have you done?
1: All together? Yeah. Like, so since
0: you've like started practicing like in your business, out of your business, like yeah, yeah, yeah. what is, how many?
1: <laughs> so I've, I've been a part of about 80 altogether. Wow yeah um but since my business has started there's been two that i have only the only two that i've been
0: yeah cause it's still so recent, it's so recent like know? literally
1: like one in june and one in july
0: so did you do those 78 ones for free other no. ones well
1: okay. well most of them yes wow it was like about yeah so like, it's part of
0: your school yes oh my gosh yeah you're
1: you're you actually i had to pay i had to pay to be an apprentice <laughs>
0: Wow. Most of it. Wow.
1: Most of it, I had to pay an apprentice fee. So you pay a midwife to teach you how to be a midwife.
0: Oh, my gosh. So you did all of this for free. You're superhero for free. And now you're just turning it into something that you can live off of. Yes. Hopefully. Yes. Because I would do
1: it for free if I could. (laughs) I can't. No. Yeah. That's real. That's just how it is.
0: Soft costs and hard costs. You know. So what does that look like to have a business, to have to balance... You know QuickBooks and everything like that because it's just you, right? You don't it's have anyone working under you. You don't me. have an administrator or anything. Yes. Same. Yes. That's excited. Yes. It's all early stage stuff, yes. but that's so cool. Yeah. So what does that look like for you?
1: Yeah. So plug to the Women's Business Center here in Reading. Um, it's actually it. incredible. They're uh, an, a non-profit organization, and I've just set up an appointment with them to go and talk to them more about like QuickBooks and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So you're still um, learning. That's great. yeah. Business plan and yeah. and all that there. It's just a free resource. It's a free resource that's there. Um, so I'm really excited about that because uh, that's the side of the business that I'm not so great at. I right now I have Google spreadsheets and that I've kept track of every expense that I've mm-hmm. I've spent and I've spent like probably a little over 10 grand trying to just get started on this business oh my gosh because um, i just added it up the other day to like tell someone i'm like i haven't even really made that yet fully right <laughs> um, it's gonna be a couple yeah you know, a
0: couple more sessions
1: yeah for sure so um <laughs> So that's between like how much my license spent, how much some continuing education costs, my supplies, like right. um, all sorts of things. It yeah. just added up to about $10,000 like, Yeah, like, holy cannoli. But, um, so I have a spreadsheet for that and then I have a spreadsheet of like when my clients pay me and how much they pay me and how they pay me. And I have a spreadsheet of my mileage right now because I can write that off as a tax write-off is you can write off mileage when you're driving
0: right. yep. to
1: appointments, which I do all my visits for my moms at their homes. Right. So I don't have an office. Wow.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So what do you, what do you take to, to, show up to be a, a midwife for somebody like i imagine you show up with a little doctor's bag and you've got like like a bunch of stuff in there like a little blood pressure thing and everything that you need do you like have a bunch of stuff like just sitting in your car ready in case there's emergency you got an inflatable pool in there apparently yeah or something so what does that pool, look like the
1: pool gets delivered to them at about at like 36 or 37 weeks oh okay. so that it, they can blow it up beforehand got it. So, so you don't
0: just keep it ready to go you're no. like i've delivered six people with this pool you're gonna be fine yeah yeah no it's theirs to keep afterwards
1: no it's actually not theirs to keep they're technically renting it within um within the thing but they have they get a birth pool liner Uh so the liner goes in and then we disinfect it
0: afterwards the pool but the liner i was gonna ask so yeah
1: yeah yeah. no like
0: have i swam in anyone's pool that they're like oh yeah we just delivered our baby in this and now we keep it around for guests
1: No. like what (laughs) i'm so dead that's so funny no nope um but yeah, so I, I take I have a, a like a little rolling bag suitcase. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of like the briefcase version where you can put your little laptop in and yeah. whatever. Yeah. And I carry to my appointments. I carry um, a fetoscope, which is like a, a stethoscope to listen specifically to the baby wow. um, in utero. I have mm-hmm. a Doppler, um, which is an ultrasound device to listen to the heart rate through ultrasound. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like an image ultrasound; it's a sound ultrasound. Mm-hmm. Then I carry a blood pressure cuff, urine dipsticks to check their urine for protein or ketones or leukocytes. Um, Big words. Yeah, big words, right? Uh, Leukocytes would indicate with nitrites that there could be a urinary tract infection, which is the leading cause of premature labor in this Uh, country. Um, So yeah, uh, all sorts of things. Um, You're prepared. Yeah prepared I have a lot of things in that little little brief, little briefcase but yeah. then otherwise I have like a like if I was to tell you what's the contents of my birth bags you would be amazed but it's everything that's needed for a safe birth yeah. um, everything that a normal low-risk hospital birth would have in the room I'm right. taking with me I take an oxygen tank I take mm-hmm. resuscitation materials I take anti-hemorrhagic drugs wow. to like stop a hemorrhage oh I gosh. take IV fluids with me so all of that stuff um, I take with me to a labor, and my bags are always packed, yeah, of so to speak. Yeah. Um, Do you ever get
0: a phone call like in the middle of the night? They're like, "It's yeah, time, yeah, let's go." Yeah. Is that how it always goes? Yeah, I assume. Yeah. Well,
1: not always. So it was funny because I was just in a training, and I had a first time mom of all moms call, uh, basically contacted me, and she was texting me, "This thing is you're warming up." And I am like, "Okay." And it was like the like morning time, and I am like, "Okay." She's probably not going to go for a while because first time moms they don't usually, mm-hmm. but this woman. Um, I ended up calling her on my lunch break cause she was like, se- seemed kind of too nonchalant for me to like, <laughs> be like, what's going on? Okay, yeah. So I call her and I could hear how she sounded on the phone. And I knew, I said, I need to leave right now. So I went wow. up to her, drove an hour out to where she lived
0: Oh my god! and
1: she had her baby, f- not even 40 minutes after I got there. Whoa. Beautiful, beautiful. The be- one of the best births I've been a part of. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. In the tub, in the blow up pool tub. In the there. pool. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Jeez, That's incredible. So there's a really big relationship aspect to this, to your business, Is oh, what yeah. I'm hearing. Like mm-hmm. you spend all of this time with the client leading up to the birth like you obviously know what it sounds like for somebody who's about like who's getting ready even when they don't know is it her first baby you said there's a new mother yeah Yeah. okay so she had no idea (laughs) yeah yeah she's very doubtful so you were just like you knew you were there you drove an hour Mm -hmm. just to do this yeah wow drove an hour
1: on some mountain roads
0: it was fan-freaking-tastic wow (laughs) Now, this is a random question I have, but do yeah. more people deliver during the day or at night?
1: Usually it's at night. Usually it's at why night. Why is that? Honestly, my philosophy, uh-huh. I can't tell you like this, like for sure, for sure why that is. But um, if we talk about biology and we talk about how we're designed, we're, bo- we're both, men and women are both designed with hormones, but women have a different cocktail of hormones, obviously, than men do. Uh-huh. And they have this beautiful cocktail of hormones that are uh, that are designed for them to have babies. You're right. And the best way for those hormones to work the most efficiently yeah. is when there's low light or no light, when they're left like quiet without disturbances. So it's trying not to access the prefrontal cortex. Oh. And it's going to the pituitary gland, which is where that fight, flight, all that stuff is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Flight or fight?
0: Fight or flight. Fight or flight. There's a third one I heard. Freeze
1: or fawn. It's yeah. actually, there's four. Fawn. Yeah. Wow. I yeah, didn't hear that one. Uh, yep.
0: Okay, now Learned I know. That. I could fawn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is uh, something that happens in the, in that pituitary gland, but that's where the primal brain is, and if we can support that primal brain, the biology of the woman does what it's supposed to do, and she is able to be um, more succumbed to the labor if that makes sense so i think that at night it happens because there's low light Mm -hmm. it's quiet the kids are in bed you know like she's snuggling up with her man those hormones the oxytocin like all of those things contribute to somebody being able to fully relax and release Hmm. their bodies enough into labor just taking over
0: wow yeah what would you say the ratio is like like 75, 25? I, I think it's probably
1: about that. About like 70, 30.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very interesting. From what?
1: From my experience. Yeah. Again, in my like 80. That's not a lot, but.
0: <laughs> I feel like that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. What What would be a lot? What would constitute that? I don't know. I mean. A thousand.
1: Yeah, probably a thousand. It's a better, it's a better like study number to be able to go like one out of a thousand yeah. or like, you
0: know what I'm saying? What to would get it take for you to get to that many?
1: 1,000? Yeah. Oh, years.
0: Yeah. Years upon years. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. So I guess that actually is a good segue. What do you, what do you want to go with your business? Like years from now, what does that look like? Are you still going to be like, do you want it to be a one person business? No.
1: So my, my honestly, my long-term goal, I, I really want to do this and do it well for about three years. And then I want to start a nonprofit organization myself. Well, wow. so I have this huge vision um, for like a organic sustainable farm community where people live off of what they make, shepherd and grow and where literally like there's we're working with like sex trafficking survivors and children in from that as well mm-hmm. as teen pregnancies. And so like the big long-term goal with the teen pregnancies and and the sex trafficking survivors is Um, teen pregnancies teaching them how to be a mom Mm -hmm. so teaching them about what their bodies are going through teaching them like down to biology hormones all the things like what's anatomy like what's happening like their organs are literally being moved their blood volumes being expanded their entire endocrine system metabolic system digestive system all these things are changing Mm -hmm. to host a life and grow a life inside of them so teaching them those things but also teaching them like what breastfeeding is versus mm-hmm. bottle feeding. What like what are the benefits versus the, you know. Educating the, people. Educating people, just teaching them how to change a diaper. Like, what it sounds like when a baby's crying when they're hungry versus when they're crying because they're tired versus when they're crying because they're just cranky and have gas. Like,
0: right, yeah. you know,
1: there's all different things that the, that a baby is trying to communicate to us. Yeah. So teaching them those things. Um, and I really want to focus on that first 1,000 days, which is conception of two years old. Mm-hmm. And that's, in my opinion, if you can get that time of life, it's the foundation and you can change the world. And there's a really awesome book called The First 1000 Days. Um, you can find it on Amazon. Uh, it's amazing. But it talks a lot about that kind of stuff and how literally if we were to change that foundation, we can change the world. Because so much of the... Of the um, We'll say the financial crisis of the globe right now is contributed to stuff that could have been prevented in that first 1000 days so um that's a whole nother tangent but
0: that's amazing yeah literally you are a superhero you are dedicated passionate hardworking. like you have these big dreams that you're going to achieve
1: oh yes
0: you're going to achieve them. You're going to see this. I mean, you want to help people here. You want to help people all around the world. You want to teach people just how to live better and how to, how to create a better world just through the actions of choosing the right choices at the beginning of life that's amazing my mind is blown i did not expect this (laughs) sitting down today like all right i'm gonna learn about babies being born no like this there's so much more to it than that and that's just incredible and wow you're gonna do so many big things (laughs) thanks wow Oh yeah. my gosh, I'm, my mind is shattered right now. Oh, so I am just so glad that I get to be right here. We get to have this conversation. Yeah, me too. I'm really grateful for the opportunity. This is just like the foundations. This is where yes. you're starting. Yes. So years from now, you're going to look back and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, yeah, I did start with just having two people, you know, in the very beginning of my business. Mm-hmm. And I mean, now look at me, you're just going to be like, all over the world Inspiring people Inspiring women Teaching Educating That's amazing I love it Thanks That's so exciting It's going to yeah. be so cool To see where you go
1: I'm really excited for it Yeah I mean I'm just like Keeping my hand to the plow And just going forward And yeah. doing what I can do You know yeah. Like God says, "Faith, be faithful with the little, and you'll be fa- you'll be able to be faithful with much." Right? right? Yeah. It's kind of. I mean, He doesn't say that explicitly, but it's like it's all throughout the Scripture. <laughs> yeah. But yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. Wow. So cool. So. Thank you for sitting down and sharing. This has been awesome. Is yes. there anything else that you'd like to share? Just anything else that you want to leave the viewers with? I mean, I feel inspired right now. <laughs> I'm like, this has been like, how can I make my business change the world? You know, I make wedding oh, videos yeah. and and music videos and stuff, but I'm like, man, like, what what ways can we take our business? and make it more than a business. Do you know what I'm saying? I hear what you're saying. That's what I want to do. That's what I think everybody listening to this should do is they should ask themselves, okay, yeah, this is what I want to do, but how can I make it more than just that? How can I make it something that's actually going to leave a print on the world for more than just the few years or the X amount of years that -hmm. I I have this business, more than just making money. I think that's what it all comes down to. How can you make your business more about just making money
1: yeah so I think like one of the ways to like um mm-hmm. this is something that I'm I'm working towards myself but I I make my rates in a way that allows me to be like generous does that make sense mm-hmm. so I try to make my rates so that maybe I can do something for free or doing something um benevolent does that make sense mm-hmm. like there should be a kind a kind of benevolence to your business, and as far as I'm concerned, um, that maybe you know you do one project a year that's for a nonprofit organization, and you waive the fee for them. Yeah, um, so cool. And so being able to like for you like that's like allowing them to have incredible storytelling content that you're like really good at making. Mm-hmm and that helps them to change the world yeah. so you're you're doing it yourself by doing that um yeah and so again like when people are hiring you for weddings like be, just being really transparent like a part of like what you're hiring me for is so that we can then go and like support the, the little dog or support yeah like something local that like that.
0: a charity or something like that to do mm something with. so That's awesome. Yeah. they are all great ideas. Yeah. Well, this has been a fantastic time just yeah. to talk. Uh, where can people find you? Because if I'm a newly yes. pregnant woman, which I'm not, <laughs> where would I go to be like, I have to connect with Catherine?
1: Yeah, that's so great. So I have a Facebook page, I have an Instagram account, and I have a website. And um, all of those have all my contact information on there, but um, it's called Iris Midwifery, but it's spelled Iris H E I R U S Midwifery. Hopefully, not as spelled that uh, <laughs> dot com or Iris Midwifery on um, on Instagram or Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you can reach out to me there. Um, you can send me an email at Katherine. <laughs> Catherine at Iris Midwifery. It? <laughs> it's a yeah. lot. Yeah, I just like, yeah, it
0: is. It's a lot to remember. Yep. So, yeah, that's how you can find me. This has been so great. Well, thank you again. Thank sitting you. down with Catherine DeVoe. Not DeVoe, I said your name wrong. It's
1: okay. <laughs> it's
0: terrible of me. Yes. But you know what? This has been an incredible time. So, Thanks. yeah, go check her out.
1: Thank you. Yeah. <laughs>